Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Ashley, and we're the Theme Parkettes. Find out more about us, our store, Ashley's travel planning services, and more at MainStreetInspirations.com. Today, we have a special spooky edition of our podcast. (laughs) Real spooky. We are covering Six Flags Fright Fest. (sighs) I was lucky enough to attend the media night. Shout out to Six Flags for reaching out to us with those Fright Fest tickets. And so I got to go on opening night of Fright Fest. And unfortunately, Ashley was on the East Coast, so she was not able to attend. Fortunately, very fortunately. Unfortunately, we are very grateful (laughs) to our sponsors. I'm not not ungrateful. I'm very grateful. I'm just saying for my sanity, I'm glad that I was here because... Ashley is... A Frady cat. I am. And Ashley doesn't do haunted houses and haunted mazes and things that are awesome at Halloween. So <laughs> instead I went. But when I was watching the Instagram stories, I will say that when the when the sun was still out, I would have participated in all of those things. And actually, I probably I think I could do the coffin challenge. I think like that, oddly enough, I think I could do. For those of you who don't know what Ashley's talking about, this year Six Flags did a 30-hour coffin challenge, and I get to see the very last few hours of it, of these people. Basically, they have a right over by Bugs Bunnyland over at Six Flags Magic Mountain. That's where I went to Fright Fest this year. They have this park area, and in it, they had a bunch of coffins, and people signed up and had to lie in a coffin for 30 hours, which means overnight at Six Flags, they could not get out of the coffin except for scheduled bathroom breaks and scheduled food times and to do special challenges that Six Flags had set up. And I was there right at like the last two hours. And those people, they looked very like meditative state. So you think you could have done this, Ashley? Because I don't think there's any way I could lie in a coffin for 30. I don't think I could lie in a coffin for 30 seconds. Like, no thanks. You underestimate how good I am at sleeping and laying (laughs) in one position for very long periods of time. Like that is my goal in life. I would love to have somebody schedule my meals and my bathroom breaks. And then the rest (laughs) of the time I just get to lay somewhere and sleep. That sounds awesome. Okay. But you wouldn't be creeped out about being in a coffin. No, because they're not, they weren't even closed. They didn't have, I mean the lid, they had a lid, but like they had a, uh, like the top of it yeah, was open. was like a little opening where their yeah. heads were. For those of you who want to see some of this, go to at Main Street Inspirations on Instagram and check out our highlights where you can see that I did an Instagram story of the entire night and I covered the 30-hour coffin challenge and you can see some of the people lying in there and all the people who were walking by and looking in on them and checking to see how they were. It was crazy. I'd be very cozy. It looks very inviting to me. And the winner got like, I think $666. How appropriate. (laughs) And um, some other goodies. And I think everybody got some little goodies and obviously a lot of, a lot of uh, stories to tell their friends back home. I'm sure about what it was like to sleep overnight at Six Flags, which with a a bunch of other people. I kind of think that like around two in the morning when the park is empty and it's just 
you and your thoughts. Like, I don't know. I don't want to sleep outside the anyway. Other people, all the other people who are sleeping in coffin. Like, it's not like you're by yourself in the middle of the woods. You're like in the middle of a, an open area with a bunch of other people who are doing the same thing. And you know Six Flags has security. So it's not like you're actually alone alone. I mean, there's I don't know. It's people creepy, watching you overnight. Yeah. And, you know, the cool thing probably would be to watch them do the test runs of all the rides in the morning, you know, when they, before the park opens and they're making sure everything's I don't know how much they could see. You could really only see the pirate ship that was next door. Oh, did you lay down? Did you lay down in one of the coffins? Like, no, I just could tell from their vantage point, it was just, you know, looked up through the trees. And I think that the only thing they could probably see was was the pirate ship. So, and that's going to get nauseous after I'm going to get nauseating after a while watching a pirate slip swing above you. I feel like it'd be like the pendulum in like an old therapist's office, like you're, you're a hypnotist, like you're getting very sleepy. Like, Maybe. yes, I am. And now I'm going to go to sleep and 30 hours from now, I'm going to win $666. I think challenge in preparation accepted. for that, maybe you just try to stay awake so that you're so tired. But I think the challenges got you more points. So you did have to be somewhat awake when it was time to do those challenges. So, um, but good to know, Ashley. Good to know. We'll sign you up for the coffin challenge next year. Next so year. for everyone listening, make sure Ashley's going to sign up. <laughs> I'll take my vacation time just to come out to the coffin. Why are you taking vacation? Well, I got to go sleep in a coffin for 30 hours. Sleep yeah. in a coffin. Is that weird? Is that weird? weird? No, you don't do that on the weekends? Okay. So since this was an event that I went to and Ashley did not get to go to, we're going to flip the script a little bit and have Ashley interview me. Woohoo. I love when I get to do this. It's so much fun because you don't know what I'm going to ask you. No, I don't. My evil laugh. Okay. So my, let's go over all of the general basics, the, you know, location, time, what time did you get there? How was the parking? All of that stuff. Walk me through your arrival. Fright Fest officially starts at Six Flags Magic Mountain at 7 p.m., but if you have an annual pass, obviously you can get in. And I think your ticket allows you to get it allowed us to get there at 5:30. Um, but I would go ahead once you buy your ticket and check and just absolutely make sure they're, they're not the only park to do this. We covered this in um, special ticketed events and theme park parties. That sometimes if you buy one of these evening tickets, they'll let you get in a little earlier than you even think they should so that was great because we were able to of course it was media night and so they had a nice little like media party for us and they gave us some little treats and showed us some of like the merch cups that they're going to be selling out there um so we got a little preview of that which was nice uh but you can get if we wanted to we could have gotten in and ridden a couple rides before Fright Fest started right at seven um at seven they kind of do this really cool kickoff thing am I jumping too far ahead no 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 well no I think so wait just but back up just a little bit so so parking was easy like you had no problem parking that parking lot is massive and we decided to walk it because you can either take the tram or walk and um it was it's about a mile when you're walking it so oh my just gosh. be aware yeah and that that cement is pretty hot and now it was all those people were there during the day for the park and the hurricane harbor but so we are parked so far away we were down in foghorn leghorn which if you know that parking lot it is super far away we were like oh the park's right there we'll walk no 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 we were completely on the other side it was about a mile walk. So I would recommend waiting for the trams. (laughs) Don't do what we did. We were sweaty and exhausted by the time we got in. But yeah, parking is normally $25. Okay. Good to know. And how were like bag check lines, security, all of that when you walked through? 
Great, great. They had a lot open. It was very, very fast. Uh, Maybe I'm just used to Disney where you kind of wait in those lines a lot longer. But they had, I mean, 12 different stations open and they were getting people through for sure. And yeah, that was easy. That's awesome. That's good. And I'm thinking about our one of our previous episodes where we talked about what you bring in your theme park bag and all of the restrictions. I mean, Six Flags definitely had some of those quirky things to them. So mm-hmm. I was curious to see if you noticed anything. Actually, if you look at my Instagram stories, I was waiting for you to say this. I wore a crossbody. <gasps> I wore... <laughs> what? I know. So I was thinking that if I was going to be going on haunted houses and rides and uh, haunted mazes and rides where I go upside down, um, a backpack probably necessarily wouldn't work for me. And you don't know if ghosts and people are sneaking up behind you or, you know, the high schoolers in the line behind you. You don't know if they're close to you, then you're feeling weird about your backpack. So I went with the crossbody and it was the right choice. I feel like a small crossbody was definitely the right choice. Um, It was a beautiful night out, so I didn't need a sweater or anything. So I actually didn't bring a sweater. Maybe that might have changed my mind of what bag I used. But um, I felt like a crossbody for something with mazes and um, with roller coasters was the right thing to do. I was very happily surprised that uh, at the major roller coasters, like X2, which we went on, which to me is the scariest roller coaster that I've ever been on. To me, X2 at Magic Mountain is the scariest roller coaster. We might have to talk about this in the future, (laughs) in the future (laughs) episode. But to me, X2 is just so scary because of the way that they flip you around in your chair while you're on this major coaster. Uh, But all of this to say that they had lockers literally... They allow a certain number number of people once you're you, you're done going through the line and you're right there getting ready to line up at at the coaster. You decide like which line you want to go in for which seats on the ride, right? Do you want to sit in the front, the back, that mm-hmm. kind of thing? But if you have a bag on you, they have a very strict no loose articles policy for that ride, as they do for a lot of their roller coasters. And because of that, they have dollar lockers right there. It's a dollar for two hours, and you definitely won't need that two hours. You put in a, you make a code, you put in your dollar or you swipe your credit card, gives you a locker. And so you have a few, just it takes just a few extra minutes before you get on that coaster. And then right when you get off, the locker's right there. I thought that was really, really neat. And for a dollar, like, yeah, okay. (laughs) I still get to carry my bag. Like, you can't carry your bag, right? So, I mean, the alternate thing that that you could have maybe done if you were really against spending that dollar was uh, have your friends hold it for you and go in a different time. You know what I mean? Don't go at the same time as them. Yeah. So maybe you go on that, the coaster like, and then swap. when you get off, then you're, yeah, do like a little swap thing. And you could have done that right there in line. Uh, but the lockers for a dollar, I mean, come on. We want the picture of the two of us riding the roller coaster together. <laughs> we want to go together. So yeah, we're going to do it. That's awesome. Okay. So, so you get through security and what, so I'm assuming they gave you like a map or a description of everything that was happening or all of the haunted, haunted mazes. Like what was, what was your plan of attack once you walked through the the gates? Yes, they have a separate map just for Fright Fest. This is where I have a note for Six Flags because we got so lost multiple times, even with this map and with the Six Flags app. The map that they give you for Fright Fest, it only lists the areas with the haunted mazes and the haunted walkthroughs. 
So, so you have to we like, like know the okay, park. Okay, we're looking for Vault 666, but we don't know that it's across from, you know, Goliath. So we don't know to look for Goliath. You know what Goliath, I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm using that as an example. And I was like, wait, which one is Goliath? Where, which one is Goliath? And so we're looking at the map, trying to look at like an artist's rendering and trying to remember like, wait, is that Goliath? Like, which one's Goliath and which one's Colossus? Like, you know? <laughs> gosh or scream or whatever so we're trying to figure out where everything was and so I just I wish that the names of the roller coasters and the permanent fixtures of the park were also on that Fright Fest map so we wouldn't have gotten so lost I mean there was one maze aftermath that was so hard for us to find and we knew it was near the water the rapids ride we couldn't find the the rapids so anyway it was uh challenging so that would be my one big note to six flags fright fest for next year please and if and if you don't know your way around six flags magic mountain and you are going to fright fest grab a regular park map that that is in your best interest to carry two maps with you I would say definitely carry both maps just so you can figure out, unless you're the kind of person that you like to just wander around in circles. But but also, have you been to Magic Mountain recently? That That is, if I, I didn't, maybe it's because I'm older now, but I had forgotten. It's called Magic Mountain for a reason. There are a lot of hills in <laughs> yes, that park. You walk up a huge hill and you can take the little, they call it the helpful Honda lift that takes you up the mountain. But you have to wait in line for that. Um, but, you know, if you're in a hurry, you're like, oh, let's just walk. And you're like, oh my gosh, you are walking up steep hills and walking down steep hills. And I'd completely forgotten how much, uh, how many hills there are and how big that park is massive it's massive um with a lot of like little dark nooks and crannies without any employees standing around which is probably (laughs) why there are so many high schoolers there uh because you know they're going there to make out and who knows what else so (laughs) that was something we kept we we were literally so lost and we're like we'll find an employee and we just couldn't there was just this whole section where we just could not find an employee but maybe that's like part of the Maybe that's part of the appeal or the shtick to the Fright Fest piece is that, you know, it's dark. There's like these dark corners. You're not seeing people Mm. who would be helpful to you. So it kind of adds, (laughs) so it kind of like adds to that creep factor. Oh, it absolutely did. We were like, we're lost. Where is everybody? Where are we? We're in this park by ourselves. And then suddenly around the corner comes a a scare zone, a a monster in a scare zone. Let me talk about these monsters this year too. First of all, shout out to the makeup artist. His name is Scott Ramp and his team, the Scream team, Shout out to them for doing the makeup for all of these monsters around the park because they the makeup was amazing. Back when I used to work at a different park <laughs> and I worked for their Halloween event, I wore just like a mask. Like it was just literally something like kind of over my head, you know, but but still showed my features kind of thing. This was not like this. These people looked like they were in a movie set. I mean, they were the the makeup was gorgeous. It was absolutely beautiful. So shout out to them for that. And this year, these monsters, they were calling them sliders. Suddenly they'd be walking and yeah, you have to watch this video on my story if you haven't. There are these monsters, they're walking and suddenly they're sliding on their knees and their hands. And I don't know how they did it. There's these special kind of like knee and hand pads. 
and they would make sparks on the street. It was so cool. I've heard that this was new for this year and it was so scary because it, you just didn't expect it. You expect a monster to come up to me and be like, right. And I've seen um, the stilt walkers and all of those before at different events, but I never, I did not expect at all to be walking towards and suddenly a monster's like sliding on the ground toward me like, and it's like sparks are flying everywhere. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> that would freak so me I out. I thought that was really cool. That was really awesome. So let's talk about the mazes and the haunted houses. <laughs> How many did you do? We did them all. <gasps> you did them all? There are six mazes there this year. One of them was actually broken down. Uh, so we didn't get to do the one called the sewer uh, that had to do with the sewers, um, <laughs> which I actually heard was really amazing. And um, I, I made a new friend, someone from Midsummer Scream was there. And I also met the people from Parks and Cons. Um, so shout out to them. They were also there. And they were saying that their favorite maze was the sewer maze. And unfortunately, oh, by the time we got there, something had happened and it broke down for the night. So if you do it, let me know what you think of it. But someone liked me, do... peed their pants and they had to clean it up and <laughs> shut it down. That's what happened. I'm it's listening. possible. I think it was like a power thing, actually. So oh. I'm not totally sure. Even more but, terrifying. Um, oh my God. I know. Imagine you're walking through and just like something <laughs> See, powers this is out. Literally my nightmare. Literally my nightmare. <laughs> So we were able to do five mazes and that was between seven and midnight. We had the front of the line pass, uh, shout out to six flags for giving us that there is, if you want to pay extra for the front of the line pass, I highly recommend this because if, if you're short on time, especially, or if you're someone who thinks they're going to fall asleep, because we were able to do all five mazes and see entertainment and everything before midnight, which was amazing. So does the front of the line pass just work just for the mazes or does it also apply to the roller coasters? Ours were just for the mazes. Okay. You you can be you will be there at Six Flags with people who are just there for the park and the roller coasters. It's a separate wristband to be part of Fright Fest okay. and be able to do the okay. mazes during Fright Fest. But other park goers could just be there riding roller coasters. And many of the roller coasters were in the dark. So they turn off the lights on those. And so it's a little bit of a different experience for that. But but you can go there and just sort of see that and do the walkthroughs. But if you want to actually go through the mazes, which are the main attraction of Fright Fest, you have to pay for a wristband. Okay. That makes sense. But that's kind of nice yeah. that you don't, you can go to the park at night and kind of experience it without experiencing it. Exactly. So you could have still gone, Ashley, and not done any of the scary that things. sounds great. <laughs> and still just ridden the rides in the dark, you know, and done some more of the tamer type of things. And I also wanted to mention that if you're a Six Flags annual pass holder, you get a free night of Fright Fest of your choice. Oh, that's Also a nice. free night of Holiday in the Park. But again, you could just have gone to the park and been there and sort of experienced all of the dark rides and, and the walk through scare zones and things like that and the, the entertainment without having to have the wristband that would get you into the six mazes. But let me tell you about these mazes. Yes, please do. they were fantastic. Uh, the first one I went on was a called Condemned. And this one was an interesting one to go on right after I'd eaten because it was Ugh. definitely the grossest one. The idea behind it is that you're in a condemned house, like a condemned 
building like an apartment building of all these like gross people who are hoarders and don't clean their clothes or their dishes and there's just like roaches everywhere and like the beer bottles and like it's you know it was so gross like that is one of those things that was like you know, like you don't know that that's your nightmare. And then you're like, no, this is my nightmare. Like it's the, of course the bugs aren't real bugs. They had light effects that were, you know, little like bug light effects coming from the ceiling, but they're, they had plates with like half eaten food and there's just bugs all over it. Everywhere you go, everything's rotten and there's things smeared on the walls and you have to walk under like towels. And Oh, so it was really just like creepy, gross, and then the people who are there like get out of my house like (laughs) did it smell it didn't smell you know it just smelled like haunted house which smells like you know what paint and like stale air and (laughs) like that like sugary cotton candy smell that comes out of the smog machine kind of thing yeah but they got me they got me so it says condemned but then it says an a over the e so it looks like it says condemned So there was also like a devil element to it. Like there were people like rotting inside and whatever. It, that one was super creepy. The next one we went on was called Red's Revenge. And that's red with two Ds. And it was the idea that uh, Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf, it was sort of themed to that story. Oh, and that's different. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that'll be cute. Nope. It was horrifying. So you're like in in a woods And you're trying to get away and the woods are haunted. Everything's coming out and scaring you and attacking you. You're trying to figure out your way out of the woods. It's just very kind of like creepy in that sense. But there were some teenagers who were with us in our group that they were not amused by it at all. They were like, that wasn't scary, but I was scared. So do you walk through? So you don't walk through alone? No, you're with a group. You're okay. with a group for sure. But then, you know, you can get split up from the group if some people are holding back or afraid to go too forward. So you go through with your, your party, however many people that is, and you try to stick together with those people. And then they, they try to sp- split it up a little bit so that you don't um, see the scare happen in front of you. You want They want the scare to right. happen to every person who goes through. So if it's something jumping out of a box and you see it because, you know, you're in a group of 20 and you're all just, you know what I mean? That only one person's going to be scared by it and everybody else sees it. So they try to split it up like that. and But you're kind of on your own in terms of just like, just keep going. And they have security in there. Usually if you get lost, there were a couple times where I was like, I'm not sure which way I'm supposed to go. And they're like, left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but that's me inside haunted houses. I'm like, I don't want to touch anything. <laughs> but a lot of times you have to like push through, you know, the a doorway or whatever. So it's like, I don't want to. <laughs> which way do I go? Okay, so what was the next one? Uh, Willoughby's Resurrection. I guess this is um, a, one that I guess is often there. Uh, and it was kind of Victorian themed. And as I was going through it, I was like, what does this remind me of? And then I realized about halfway through, it reminded me of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It was kind of like oh. an old Victorian home with these like zombies from the Victorian era kind of coming out and like, attacking you i'm a huge jane austen fan so that was my favorite (laughs) (laughs) but not because it scared you just because of like the theming of it 
Yeah, just because I really loved the theming behind it. I loved the idea that it was this old Victorian home. They did such a good job with all of the the special effects inside there. I mean, you're just, a lot of times, you know, sure you can get scared here and there because these things jump out or make loud noises at you or you come around the corner and you weren't expecting it. But half the time you're just, I mean, most of the time you're just looking at like, wow, this is amazing what they did, how they created this room, you know, and how they did the lighting on this. And of course, now there's all these, have you seen, have you been to any, have you like at Halloween time driven by how some people have like screens and it looks like there's a person behind the screen, like poking through oh, yeah, or yeah. like ripping yeah, through. They had a yeah. lot of those. They used a lot of those kind of lighting effects and sound effects and things like that, that were really, really fun. And um, yeah, I liked that. I liked that a lot. Vault 666. Uh, was the one that was recommended to me that I had to see this. I said to them when I got there, I said, if I have, if there's one must-see maze, what is it? And they said, Vault 666. And sure enough, that had the longest line. So if you, I would recommend going to that first. Vault 666 was like an old antique shop kind of thing. It had like demons and skulls and it was very like just demonic. Uh, but the scariest and probably the scariest thing of the night for me. Wait, hold on. Time. Wait, wait. Before you tell us. If you are planning to go to Fright Fest and you don't want this ruined, yeah. we don't want to... Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. My favorite part was in Vault 666, you open this, this the door, and there's all these mannequins with like long beaked noses it was like all of these weird like first you're going through all these like things with like creepy relics and then you go into this room and it's all these like bird guy mannequins and you're like and I just looked at it and I just right away just went nope nope <laughs> like at that point Nick, Nick and I Nick was my plus one my husband and we were by ourselves like there was no group with us and I just looked at the room and I just had to be the first one to go and I was just like I can't do it. like my feet were frozen to the ground I was like I know one of these is a person and it's gonna jump out at me and I'm not doing it and I just it was one of those moments where like you're fine you're fine and I went and I was just like no Nope nope, 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 nope. Like it just hit right into a nightmare spot for me. And what was hilarious, and Nick was talking about it afterwards, is suddenly I was like, no, no. And so I started walking going, no. And then one of them goes, yes. <gasps> <laughs> Like, he didn't he didn't need to jump he didn't need to nope, like nope, whatever. Nope, we just nope. like, ah! <laughs> Nope, nope, oh no, 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 no. Oh my nope. gosh. So, just, so really glad it was you. creative things like that. And you know, we you're just laughing the whole time and you walk out of these mazes laughing so hard we were crying. And it's just such a fun bit of adrenaline. And suddenly it was midnight and we were like, what? We're normally in bed by 11. Like, what? <laughs> we were wide awake from all of the adrenaline and fun. Finally, the final maze was Aftermath. That was the longest maze and it was outdoors. And it was basically like you're in The Walking Dead like the apocalypse has happened and you're walking through all these downed helicopters and cars that have clearly like cop cars that people have taken over and military vehicles that people have taken over and like zombies have taken over you're hearing all of these things and the actors were really good they're like come on you gotta go you gotta get out of here like you you felt like you're being evacuated out of this but then of course you run into zombies and now you have to run away from the zombies so <laughs> it was like you were in the walking dead which was really cool and those were the mazes. How how long would you say, on average, it took you to go through each maze? Um, well, 
well, it depends. Um, probably five to 10 minutes. Oh, okay. It's a good amount of time. I mean, for the amount of time that I'm sure some people will be waiting in line, it's worth it for sure. I was Well, that's what I was going to say. Because you had the front of the line passes, you know, I'm sure that obviously the amount of time you waited was very different. But for those that may not you know, buy the front of the line passes, it's kind of good to know like how long each maze is if you're going to wait in that line. So, you know, like kind of set your expectations of like, okay, we might not be able to do all of the mazes, you know, without that front of the line pass. So it's just, I was just right. curious, like how long they lasted. Right. So I think it's definitely would be smart to decide your order of which ones you would want to do. Like what are your must do ones and do those first, obviously. Um, because as the night goes on, who knows, they could get shut down <laughs> like the zero one did for us. Um, or yeah, the line could just end up being too long and you'll be out of time. We only had time really to do, we did all the mazes with the front of the line pass. We saw all of the entertainment and then we realized we were like, oh, we only really have time to do about one roller coaster because we didn't have front of the line passes for the roller coasters. And those lines can get long. Oh yeah. Some of them were two hours long. Yeah. They get really, I remember that they can get really long. So yeah. that's good to know. Let's talk about, you had mentioned there was like entertainment and some music maybe. Yeah, what was there that? was. They had a stage and they had the voodoo dolls dancers <laughs> and then they had <laughs> the awesome. voodoo knights band. And to be honest, we were just walking by and we weren't planning on stopping. And we were so impressed by the dancers. I ended up pulling out my phone and recording them. It was like, so you think you can dance up there? They were, they had amazing costumes again with the fantastic makeup and they were spectacular dancers and putting on really good dance routines to like popular scary tunes. And then after that, at about, I think it was eight o'clock and then they had another show later, the Voodoo Nights came on and there was a guy singer and a girl singer. And of course, they're in like full makeup and they have, you know, fake stage names and whatever. But man, they could sing. They were hitting all these crazy notes and like really hard uh, rock songs and things like that. And Welcome to the Jungle and like really high. It was really fascinating. We were sitting there just going, wow, this is really good. <laughs> and of course, like, like there's a like a million things to do. And we're like watching this rock concert. Like they're really good performers. So shout out to them some really good performers that work at Six Flags apparently well and I feel like the entertainment especially for some of these special ticketed events don't you know it doesn't always get the props that it necessarily deserves because you know it's like it's kind of like that one of the stumble across thing like unless you're intentionally going for like a parade or or a certain you know entertainment piece I think a lot of people tend to focus on the mazes and things like that mm -hmm. but it's good to know that the the performers are stellar and it's actually really entertaining really so if you're entertaining if you're all mazed out <laughs> you could go and enjoy some music <laughs> yeah they have a lot of food and beverage locations for you to stop at and particularly right by the voodoo dolls and voodoo night stage they had like a, a wings place and um, like a place to fill up your unlimited refill bottle if you have one of those and so a lot of people were there getting food and then just ended up watching the entertainment so the voodoo dolls and the voodoo nights their entertainment was great. Their performances were great. But the number one show that Nick and I wanted to go see beforehand that we had decided we had to go see was the, the 10 p.m. show of Susie Hayner, the hypnotist. So she Ooh. does a hypnotist show, a comedy hypnotist show at the Golden Bear Theater um, exclusively during Fright Fest and exclusively on Saturdays. So if you you can only see if you're going on a Saturday and she does two shows 
8 and 10 p.m. Uh, definitely not for kids. Definitely a little... <laughs> like a little adult in its yeah, material? Yeah, and it's, it's okay. not fake. It's real. They, this is like a real hypnotist show. Um, not smoke and mirrors. You know, were there any plants in the show? We don't know. But it looked like to me she pulled people out of the audience that raised their hand and sat them up on the stage, about 20 people, and she took herself off the microphone. And there was a point where she was like, you can film the rest of this show. Just don't film this part because you might go under. <laughs> like what? you might be watching it later at home and you might go under. So I would not go ahead and record this part. Nobody and used she's, their phones. And she's not there to wake you up. <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, she did this crazy show where first you know she puts everybody to sleep and on the on the stage and then wakes them up and um you know there was a point where she pulls her microphone away and so you don't hear what she's doing and what happens and she's like touching them on the back of the neck at one point and like telling them to do all this stuff and this it was crazy there were definitely some people who absolutely were a hundred percent under and would do whatever she said there was like a girl who uh she hypnotized to think that she was sitting next to her celebrity crush which was like a boy from bts (laughs) (laughs) and she was like oh my gosh it's right next to me there was a another boy she put like a box of balloons on the stage and um she made him like be obsessed with the balloons and want all of the balloons and like be the entire show he kept sneaking over to like steal the balloons and put them under his shirt like he couldn't help himself with doing it i mean it was really neat i wonder if she switches it up for every show but something interesting about her she was like anybody know the band avenged sevenfold and a couple of like the, i guess it's i've seen their shirts at like hot topic but she's one of their moms wait what yeah, she's like That's one of crazy. Avenged Sevenfold's moms. Uh, Susie Hayes, she was great. She was great. The show was very entertaining, and it was nice to sit down. You know, it's a good time to sit and eat some food or whatever. And, but we did not volunteer. <laughs> we did not volunteer. I was just going to ask, like, you guys didn't raise your hand and volunteer? No. Well, first of all, she does a test she's, that you can do in the audience. She's like, I'm going to see if you're susceptible to being hypnotized. And so she does this thing where, like, you put your fingers, whatever, and she says this thing, and she's like, okay, if your fingers are touching, you are, you can be hypnotized. And your fingers weren't touching? No, neither mine nor Nick's were. So you're we like, <laughs> look at each other. We're like, nope. <laughs> so... So I don't know, but again, not necessarily for kids because there was a lot of like innuendo and, you know, kind of like some sexy dancing. She made everybody get up and dance at one point. It was like a little, I don't know. I would just uh, maybe not bring your kids to that one, but it was good to know. I would have definitely volunteered. You would have volunteered? You would want to be hypnotized? Why not? I've been hypnotized before. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. For what? For fun? For my fear of, no, my fear of flying. That's how I got over my fear of flying. Oh. So let's talk about my favorite topic, which is food. I have special food. So food. I actually did not really see a ton of food specialties. Oh. They just basically had their their regular food that they have there. (laughs) They had some really neat flashing skull cups. Okay. <laughs> you could get your drinks in. Okay. And I was definitely impressed at the range of food at Six Flags because that was something I didn't remember from previous visits. And now that I was specifically looking, especially for gluten-free options, I saw a gluten-free cheese lasagna 
and a gluten-free macaroni and cheese. And they had uh, gluten-free brownies and cookies. So I thought that was great. And of course, they have the cotton candy and the Rice Krispie treats and a fudge shop and ice cream and all of that. But I didn't see anything special for Fright Fest. Well, it's good to know, though, that, you know, as somebody who uh, deals with gluten issues, that you were able to, there were options for you, you know, and that you were able Absolutely. to eat, which is awesome. And that's huge. But it sounds like the the merch and the glassware, I mean, I could, I have so many friends that would totally buy that light up cup and keep it oh, on their sure. bookshelves all year cute. round. <laughs> it was really super cute. And I mean, name a type of dessert you'd you'd like to have they had it um the funnel cake of course is the big thing at six Mm. flags um but i mean from dipping dots to briar's ice cream and shakes and sundaes and ices and i mean they just they the they even have a uh a whipped dull treat (laughs) (laughs) what they didn't call that that they called pineapple it like a dull, dull <laughs> soft serve, pineapple, dairy-free, fat-free soft serve. <laughs> yeah. So I think that the whip part, the dull whip name is trademark. Oh. Well, the other thing too, I'm thinking too, though, is like, you, you don't want to give people a lot of like special food that then they're going to go throw up because they get so scared oh. in the maze. Or maybe that's oh, just I'm me. I'm certain that that happens. Oh, I'm sure that that <laughs> happens. That, or on the roller coasters. Their like funnel cakes have like the sundaes on top of them. They're so, so good though. Ooh. They're so good. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I definitely ate one after I rode Tatsu. So I was not in the, yeah, but it's delicious. And in terms of merch, uh, besides the cups that they had for the the drinks, the little, the flashing skull cups, uh, they had a few Fright Fest merch things. Most of them were the the shirts and whatever. Some of them uh, said Fright Fest when they were glow in the dark, which I thought was really neat. Um, the t-shirts were mostly clown themed mm. and I'm not into scary clowns. Nope, 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 nope. So none of those t-shirts were for me, <laughs> but there were definitely a lot of this year seemed to be like scary clowns was definitely the theme of, of most of their shirts. And then they had some really cute figurines of scary movie characters like Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, and they had some Walking Dead merch and, but the big thing at Six Flags, I don't know if you know this, the big thing at Six Flags Magic Mountain is capes, not just for Fright Fest. This is year round. Like they have, everybody's wearing capes, like superhero capes. You pick a DC comics character and you can get a cape of theirs in multiple colors. (laughs) So all the kids are wearing capes and yeah, we didn't get capes. We already, we already have capes. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) No, we actually do. I have a Batman one and I have a Robin one. And so we, we were, we're wearing them to an upcoming uh, 5K that we're doing. <laughs> so we were like, oh, I wish we had real. We were kind of bummed that it didn't occur to us to get the DC Comics uh, capes at Six Flags. Next, Next time. time. Next time. But yeah, if you uh, want to bring a cape to Six Flags, you, you'll not be alone. It's like ears at Disney. Everybody wears capes. That's their it. thing. I know, or maybe like specialty capes, like you can come up with your own kind of cape, just like some people come up with their own custom ears. This is possibly a new business venture. (laughs) Maybe. So it sounds like you guys had a great night. We had so much fun. What are your thoughts? Like, is this worth a repeat visit? Would you definitely calendar it for next year? I would definitely calendar it for next year. I'm really looking forward to Holiday in the Park. I hope we get an invite for that. I 
it had been a, a minute since I'd been to Six Flags, and I'm so glad that we went to Fright Fest. I'd been to Fright Fest before, but it had to be over a decade ago, and it was so much fun, Ashley. We, it was such a great, you know what was great? It was a great date night. I would really recommend doing this as a date night. I don't know how it would be with families, because a lot of it is really, like, real scares that I don't know if, unless your kids love that stuff, um, I would be cautious about bringing your children. Uh, but I thought it was a really great date night or maybe like a double date night kind of thing. Uh, they allow alcohol, there's beers and, um, over by full throttle, they have a really great sports bar. It's two levels. And so the games were on. So we were stopping by to see the score of the game a couple times. And, um, yeah, they have all of like the golden road beers and things like that. So a, a really fun adult date night for sure. And we honestly, we felt like kids. We felt like kids running around this park in the dark, going on rides <laughs> and getting scared. And we just really had a moment where we just were like, this is so much fun. And we we weren't exhausted. We were, I mean, we, we were spent by the end of the night, but we had all this adrenaline and we could have probably uh, kept going and we closed the park down. It was great. It was really fun. And I'd highly recommend it. Don't think just because you're an adult. And to be honest, there's a lot of high school kids there. A lot of high school kid groups. I know I keep mentioning it, but there were <laughs> there were a lot there. And there is normally a lot there because I think the, I thought that there was this line that was dropping people off and picking them up that was Uber. And it was definitely mm-hmm. like a parent pickup line <laughs> and drop off line. And I ran into my actor friend, Harvey Gullen, uh, on media night. And I put that in my Instagram stories. If some of you know him from, uh, the ABC family show huge, and he's on what we do in the shadows now and, um, the magicians. And he was saying that in high school, this was the place. Like he went to high school in California and this is where your parents dropped you off. And you asked someone out before going on the ride and, you know, you held hands with someone and walked around the park. And so, yeah, there's a lot of high school kids around there. You have to be prepared for, for that. And of course it's nighttime and they're rowdy and whatever. But for us, like we were able to just sort of like take that in stride and just be like, well, okay, it's their park. It's for them. But we had a very good adult time of lots of fun feeling like we were kids and I'd, I'd definitely recommend it. Well, it sounds like you guys had a great night and I'm thrilled that you were able to have this fun date night with your husband yeah. and also get all of your fun scares in. Yeah, it definitely feels like Halloween now. <laughs> no, it's like, now it's officially fall. So now I won't judge you for all of your pumpkin spice coffees when you tell me you're drinking them because <laughs> it's now officially fall. <laughs> all of the pumpkin spice, everything. <laughs> Literally, if, if, if none it. of you follow Jessica's personal Instagram, you need to go follow it. Actor Jessica Gardner. I'm pretty sure she bought every pumpkin flavored everything literally anything that has a pumpkin flavor in it that doesn't have gluten in it she bought mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I'm pretty it's sure because I love it <laughs> don't judge me Ashley what's what's with the judgment so for those of you into who live in California or you're planning a trip to California Six Flags Fright Fest is September 14th through November 3rd at Magic Mountain if you buy your tickets before October 6th, you get a really good discount on them. It's like 40% off. The regular price oh, is wow. $92.99. But if you buy it before October 6th, and this is even for Halloween day or Halloween night or Halloween weekend, you can get your tickets for $55.79. 
So Holy do cow, it that's before a lot. October yeah. 6th and Seriously. get your tickets in advance so that you can get a good deal and be able to have some money left over to uh, get yourself a clown t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're in, if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing and the biggest funnel cake you could ever imagine. But after you go through the mazes so that you don't throw up on anybody. <laughs> Please exactly. avoid throwing up on people. Exactly. <laughs> good, awesome. good advice. You come to the Theme Parkettes podcast just, for solid advice, advice like this. Just, please try not to throw up on people. <laughs> just as a general, as a general rule. Just general life advice. That's our next venture. We're just going to write a life advice book. It would be so bad. We would, would just, we have the worst. And we're like, spend all your money at the theme parks. That is not probably a good advice. Decorate your house with all theme park related things. <laughs> so if you also go to Six Flags Fright Fest or have some advice or any thoughts, we would love to hear it. Reach out to us through MainStreetInspirations.com or on our Insta at MainStreetInspirations. You can also reach out to us personally my insta handle is at actor jessica gardner and mine is at happy go ashley and thank you jess for letting me interview you this time around this was super fun you got to live vicariously and not have to go on anything and still understand the excitement that was halloween time it's six flags before we wrap up this episode if anyone listening is truly wondering if i'm making up how terrified i am i was watching jessica's are watching her, the Instagram stories sitting on my couch in broad daylight and my hands started to sweat. So I'm just telling oh my you gosh. that like, it really is something that like, but I, it's I, yeah. safe, Ashley, everything not, has security. To do with it there are employees safe. everywhere. For those of you afraid to go, don't be afraid. Be afraid of like your local Halloween haunted house at like the armory <laughs> around the corner. Those, you don't know who's running that. But like at least at Six Flags, you know that there are professionals there. And, and the people working at Six Flags Magic Man are all probably actors on the side. And they're just trying to make you have a good time. So don't worry about sure. it. This is fun. <laughs> this is Halloween. It's scary, fun for a good time. And P.S. No one touches you ever. They can't. Okay, that's good to, to know because that would I would lose my mind. They can whisper <laughs> yes in your ear, which is what happened to me. <laughs> okay. So anyway, well, as we were nightmares. saying, reach out to us. Sorry, Ashley. Reach okay. out to us. Let us know uh, your thoughts and opinions, or if you have any questions for us, we'd be happy to answer them on an upcoming podcast. So if you happen to see me at a Halloween-themed theme park event, please come over and sit with me, and Jessica will join us afterwards. That's right. Remember, you can sit with us. But sit with me, because I don't want to be alone. Because she actually needs someone to sit with her, because she's having a panic attack. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs>